for joining us today. This podcast is brought to you by our two wonderful hostesses, Stephanie and Miranda. Special shout out to Stephen for being an amazing producer and to our outstanding advisor, Nathaniel. Welcome back to another episode. Um, today's episode, we have a very special guest, a recent graduate actually from Portland State, and her name's Tara. Tara, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful Saturday in Portland. Anytime there's sun in like or during the winter, I'm just, it's going to be a good day. It doesn't matter what happens. <laughs> Yes, I 100% agree. I was out earlier in the sun and I was like, this is nice. I like, I miss the sun. Miranda seems confused. I I don't know where you guys are at, but I have no sun on my side of Portland. Oh, well, maybe come through, come to the Pearl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I have sun. I'm out in Southeast, which I'm not that far from Miranda. So I'm confused how she doesn't have sun. Maybe you've just got one big cloud that's just blocking and it'll pass by in a couple minutes. That's the hope, right? Maybe. You guys were saying, oh, it's a beautiful sunny day in Portland. I'm like, um, not from my perspective outside my window. It looks like a very um, cloudy and sad day. Sorry. (laughs) You're right. Maybe I, I live like eight minutes away from Stephanie. So maybe it's just like, you know, maybe just passing through. Who knows? Who knows? That's the hope. I'll get the sun eventually. <laughs> True that. Awesome. So, um, yeah, obviously we all kind of know know each other due to the fact that we've worked with each other all on different kind of platforms. Last year, we were all part of AMA last year, so that's a big reason why we were able to make this great connection with Tara. Um, but yeah, Tara, you graduated in spring of last year, correct? Yes, exactly. Awesome. Around like early June was when I was officially graduated. How's it been since, you know, the big graduation? I know it's a little, I don't know, Stephanie and I are both like, you know, graduating in spring and we're just like, man, give us the details, please. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, graduating in COVID kind of makes things a little, maybe less splashy than ideally I would have wanted, but it was a great time. Like I got to book a room at the Hoxton where we watched the virtual graduation. And then um, I was able to have like close friends there. So that made me really happy, you know, just finally seeing like the culmination of every ounce of hard work that you've put into getting that degree and then being able to spend it with close ones that you love. So that felt very personal and I was ecstatic about it. But um, almost a week after that, I had been in interviews kind of the couple weeks leading up to graduation. And I had a couple bites here and there and I wasn't sure what exactly was going on. But um, the final two I had been talking to were Wyden and Kennedy, Portland and um, Sparkloft here in Portland, too. And so you know, I had a very kind of interesting ride with both. I think with Sparkloft, I had had a couple interviews for an internship over the summer. And 
those went really well. Like everyone I had met was just a good fit. We had great conversations and I was specifically interested in media. So we had talked a little bit about media on both ends and kind of their philosophy or kind of the way that media operates at their agencies. And both seemed just very exciting. And, you know, they had great clients that they were working with. So that was something that was intriguing to me as well. Um, But there was always this pull towards Wyden and Kennedy. I think we are, at least in the advertising agency or industry, you know of Wyden and Kennedy, you know of the work that they've done with Nike and um, like the work that they release as of late was all pretty, um, what would you say, like fighting the status quo of, you know, what traditional advertising had done. And that's something I think I've always gravitated towards. So to me, Wyden and Kennedy was a dream. And the fact that like I was going through that interview process was amazing. So mad love to Sparkluft, but I kind of saw that opportunity and I just did everything I could to be able to pursue it. And even though I was interviewing technically for a full-time position with uh, Wyden and Kennedy, they actually introduced this opportunity to potentially do the residency. Um, And in case you haven't heard about the residency, it's like an internship. You get to be paid while you're learning about the advertising agency world. And then um, they also just kind of implement more of a learning kind of a curriculum while you're going through the residency. So you can get familiar with like all the different clients that they're working with and um, just ways to improve your career. So we got to hear from a lot of amazing speakers and how to negotiate and, you know, how to leverage um, your value. So that was something that like, maybe wasn't what I ideally wanted coming out of college, but um, ended up pursuing. And then it was maybe one interview with the uh, group media director of Old Spice. And she was like, all right, you're starting, let's go. So it was like a one day turnover from meeting this person who was going to be kind of guiding me through the residency and, you know, starting the residency. And then it was just like a whirlwind after that. I was sucked into the world of Old Spice uh, at Wyden and Kennedy. And I felt really, really lucky because the transition of like remote to back to the office was in the air. You know, people were feeling more comfortable going back to the office and they were having more events at the office. So I felt like that was my really unique residency experience because everyone else in my cohort were kind of doing it remote and they'd have opportunities to come into the office. But I mean, I was just like a 10 minute walk. So I would go in as often as possible so I could meet people and just kind of get familiar with the culture. And I've met like so many people. I mean, the I think at Port, the Portland office, it's 500 people employed. A lot of those people are still remote, but like 
going into the office is just, it's finally where you can make those connections and develop that like emotional attachment because that's something I think that's super important for me. If you want to be able to do like the best work of your life, you need to be committed in all assets or facets of life that really matter to you. So um, that felt very special to be able to have that opportunity to go in and to meet everyone face to face. And then um, I think it was also really special that the same time that I was starting up with Old Spice, the client came in from Cincinnati to visit. And um, Old Spice is just like a branch within PNG. It's like the larger parent organization and they're kind of the founders of modern marketing. So um, they've just been the most kind of rigorous potential client that I think I could have started with because they're so research oriented. And um, when they were able to come into town, we were spending our entire days just basically developing frameworks of how to execute a media plan. <laughs> and it was just like the most exciting thing to be able to like even be in a room where these discussions are happening because you know it's going to be impacting the rest of marketing like towards the future. So um, I think like <laughs> I've been kind of going on a tangent just about how much I love the resident opportunity, but um, I feel like that was something so special and unique that I got to experience, which is why I kind of recommend if anyone is starting off like career-wise um, to maybe do more of an internship or residency, whatever that agency is calling, because then you can get more exposure to things than versus getting kind of segued or like stuck in a position that you think you want and not having the opportunity to explore what else is going on at the agency. Um, and, you know, especially if you hadn't had like previous internships or exposure to the advertising world, that was something that I'm glad I pursued and was able to kind of take a step back versus being like, oh, of course I want that full-time Benny, um, you know, those, all those benefits <laughs> for that position. But it, I think this was really the way to do it. And then um, all the learning that I was able to gain in the meantime, before really diving into it in a full-time position, which is what my residency eventually ended up becoming. So it was three months of my residency and then um, getting hired on full-time and going through like the process of meeting with a recruiter, having those interviews, and then discussing um, and negotiating for your salary at the end of that process. And it's kind of just been like full steam ahead <laughs> since I got hired full time. Um, really like I, I knew going into it that I wanted to pursue digital marketing and learn as much as possible about uh, social. And so they've been very considerate in getting me involved with the social side of things for Old Spice with the US, but also our North American uh, neighbors, Canada. So I've been touching all things Canada Old Spice as well, which, you know, has really helped develop that foundation of media for me because I'm touching like audio, 
OTT, OLV, TV. Um, what else do we got? All the social. <laughs> so it's it's been really fun to be able to just really dive into media um, and kind of solidifying my love for media. And it's a very complicated world and the way that Wyden and Kennedy does uh, their media or kind of like their philosophy of media and being in-house with creative. It's a very unique experience that maybe not everyone who's pursuing media gets to um, witness and observe. So that's something that's been very insightful and everyone seems to be very open to providing or sharing their opinion um, on where they see media going, on um, discussing their point of view from any kind of media trends that are going on in the world. So I just feel like I'm in like this catalytic converter for um, all things media related because people are just doing the best that they can to be the best of the best in media, which is, it's, it just, it feels like a blessing to be a part of and to be, um, you know, part of those discussions even and to contribute. That's something I never would have imagined happening so early on in my career. Um, so I'm just super excited for what's to come. And I know, I feel like this is a pretty unique experience post-grad. Post Not everyone gets to say that or do that, but um, I think what matters most is that I'm soaking up all of this knowledge and hopefully being able to share that with anyone else who's interested and especially like people coming from the route that I went through because, um, you know, I'm a second time college attendee. The first time I didn't graduate um, when I started college as a 17 year old at U of O. And then I came back um, to PSU after a couple of years off to pursue something totally opposite of what I wanted or what I thought I was initially going to pursue. <laughs> so I just wanna help anyone who's like non-traditional um, to come through, to, to push yourself to achieve things that you never thought you would. And uh, if anyone wants to talk about that, come through, come talk to me. Um, you know, I believe that not everybody gets the same access to uh, resources that can help you become a successful student. So I'm here for you. And I know it's more common than maybe we'd like to recognize. Yeah, thank you. And congratulate, congr first of all, congratulations. I love that all for you. Um, I was lucky enough to work with Tara in a couple marketing classes and advertising classes. And just the way of thinking, her thinking, I was like, wait, that's super awesome. Like, yes, let's do it that way. Um, so yeah, I I already know you're a great fit for Wedding and Kenny. And I mean, you're already there. So obviously you are a great fit. And just the way you think is super awesome love your whole experience and I do agree that um it was cool that you got the residency first because you were able to like just learn about the job first without having to go there directly and learn as you work because sometimes that can be really complicated like they can expect things out of you and just like wait I'm barely learning this so yeah that resident experience was um super great for you um yeah congratulations
Thank you. It's like, it's so weird to even process because it's all happened within like six months. You graduated residency. Now you're a full-time employee. And, um, but I agree. I really appreciate your compliment on my thinking. <laughs> it's something I'm still adapting to and trying to learn and understand for myself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a trip. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it. I, I know as somebody who is very interested in going in like the exact same route that you're going to, like, I want to do digital marketing. I want to focus on social. Like that's exactly what I want to do. So everything you're saying, I was like, man, just want to <laughs> be her. I want to do what she's doing. And oh so gosh. <laughs> the whole entire time, like, man, how do I do what Tara's doing currently? But I think the thing that I'm most like, you know, I'm most questioning currently because like as somebody who's like graduating and it's crazy to say, but like 15, like 15 weeks, 15, mm -hmm. weeks, like that's crazy to think of. So somebody who's graduating like a term and a half and like, you know, trying to like, you know, line up that job and all that stuff. Like right now it's really nerve wracking. Like it's like, how, how do I find the right, like, you know, internship to apply to? What do I put in that, in that application? That stuff is really nerve wracking. So I'm just curious, take yourself back to like, you know, you being in like week five, week six of winter term and like, you know, just like feeling that intense pressure of wanting to like, what am I doing after I graduate in 15 weeks? I'm just curious, what was like your, what are, what are you thinking about at that point? Like, how are you getting yourself there? <laughs> Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> Immediately when I think back to that time, I'm just, oh, it's overwhelming <laughs> because you like, I can only imagine what you're experiencing right now this last year and last winter term before you try and embark on your career. Um, I think for me, I had always had this idea of applying to Wyden and Kennedy. So that was something um, I just always, I can't say always, I'd say at least the two to three years leading up to my graduation, I was very set on trying for widening Kennedy. Um, so I think like developing a list of dream places. And then um, once you've developed that list of dream places, start looking at um, their kind of credentials or like employees on LinkedIn, because they'll, they'll kind of show you obviously where they've worked before, what kind of skills they've developed, the roles that they had. And um, then you can kind of see for yourself what that path could potentially look like and break down what you need to be able to, to kind of develop those skills within that role. And um, obviously like looking at the roles um, before applying kind of fine-tuning your resume or whatnot. I think um, for media, it's not as typical to develop your own website or have like a portfolio per se, but I figured I'd rather have, you know, a place for recruiters um, to go to to see kind of the visual experience of my resume. I just think that's a better user experience not to speak in those terms but and then you can also just provide way more um you know context to a person versus a resume um so that's something i developed as well 
before I pursued all my jobs um, and potential interviews. And then I just started kind of like I, I would talk to anyone else on LinkedIn if they were a part of that dream job um, to develop that network and do informational interviews and then um, kind of asking them for connections and you know, like referring me to recruiters because depending where you apply, they usually have some, some way to communicate that you're referring this person or they'll even have referral programs. Um, so there's kind of a benefit, not only for you to be able to get your name in front of these recruiters, but also for the person who's helping refer. And uh, yeah, I think just like be willing and open to meet people because you never know where they're coming from, who they've worked with and, you know, um, you want people to be able to speak to the work that you've done too. Um, like re references are so great, but that's why I was so involved my senior and junior year because I just, I knew that I had this small window of opportunity to kind of build up myself before I was getting into the job market. And like what you, Stephen and Stephanie have done with this podcast is just like another amazing way to to um kind of leverage the value that you've contributed to PSU but also like now they can imagine how you're going to contribute to their organization you know so these are all things I was thinking about <laughs> winter term of senior year yeah it's like you said reaching out to those like recruiters or just connecting with it how did you really do it because there has been constantly people telling us like you need to reach out but like it's just like the pressure like the nervousism or like just like what if I'm annoying them like how do you really <laughs> do that I don't think like I totally get where you're coming from because there's always those thoughts in your head where it's like oh this is taking time out of the day and I don't want to be like potentially imposing on their time but Recruiters are here for that. They're here to help like get young talent connected with their organization because it's like, it's not only them that are benefiting, but you get to benefit off of it. And then the organization gets to, gets to benefit from having, you know, someone who's talented and willing to contribute to their organization. So, but, you know, also from like a selfish standpoint, it's like, get what you came for, you know, like you've been putting in all this work at school and, you know, whatever else you're involved with. So like you deserve to get what you want. And I think that's kind of what I leaned into when, you know, putting myself in this uncomfortable place of reaching out to recruiters and whatnot, you know, like, what are we going to talk about? I don't even know, but um, it's kind of like, if you want the life that you've been dreaming of, there's going to be those moments where you kind of have to make the opportunity happen. And that's at least what it felt like when I was reaching out to these recruiters. So it's like, all right, maybe nothing will come of it, but at least I'm putting in, you know, the effort to make something happen. Definitely. And I think 
I don't know. I think from a standpoint too, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw my comment in there, but I was like, there's like this sense of like imposter syndrome. Like you really mm-hmm. want it, but like, you just like think about, you like step back and you're like, man, can I actually really do this? Like, is this, do, yeah, like, mm, mm, like it's, it's <laughs> and also with being so young and graduating from college at such a young age, it's like also like, hey, am I even like, you know, like, am I even like, you know, experienced enough for this? Like, mm. girls just trying to get through college currently, you're running on a college budget, working for jobs, like, you're just trying to make it at this point. And like, it's so hard to like multitask, like, you know, I need a job right now, for, mm-hmm. you know, six months from now, like, that's what I need currently, but I'm still, you know, also trying to graduate. I'm also trying to do X, Y, and Z. Like all of it's just like, so stressful so stressful and I just don't know how you did it like I really don't know how you're doing it I really am I'm just like "Ah." I I totally felt the same exact way I mean there is not one day that goes by where I don't feel imposter syndrome there's not one day and I think that's just that's kind of the reality because we're I mean especially when you're younger starting off in your career there's so much you don't know. And that's something I'm constantly having to remind myself, but also like my managers are reminding me, like, you're not going to know everything that's going on. And um, we also live in such a fast paced world where things are constantly developing. So I don't think, you know, like waking up one day without imposter syndrome is going to happen. But I think like you explained how you're working so hard. You, you've got school, you've got these four jobs that you're trying to just make it through the day. That is a lot of energy and time and hard work that you're putting in. So to me, like when I was going through it, I knew that I could step up to the plate because I was already doing it to be able to make it through every day. You know, being in a situation like that, you, even though it doesn't feel like you're excelling in every aspect of life you're doing you're putting in all the work you need to to make it through that day and that is something that you should not ever kind of like um get sell yourself short on because you can apply that same energy into a career and you can make amazing things happen with that same energy it's just going to look different you know We've been like, or I recently came up with this joke that I now Stephanie and I have is that we're one iced coffee away from being too stressed. It's our little inside joke. And I feel like everyone, when they hear that, they're like, wow, that makes so much sense. (laughs) I totally feel what you're saying. And another really funny joke that we have is like, you know, college students run off caffeine and Mm -hmm. just one more coffee from being away from like the best person ever currently. (laughs) I feel like yesterday I didn't have coffee and it was just like, total end of my day like nothing oh god I am so reliant on caffeine in a good way I think it's a healthy relationship because caffeine just makes me better (laughs) but I'm in the same boat um if I don't have a day without coffee I know I'm not going to be as productive as a day as if I had coffee and maybe another one on top of that um so I feel that relationship but just know if you can kind of like, I guess, break down the work that you do, reaching out to recruiters and whatnot, like, I promise it'll make it more digestible, kind of like dedicating maybe 30 minutes of a week, sending those notes out, those resumes, um, 
connecting on LinkedIn, whatever. Um, I really just kind of like ramped it up my job recruiting and whatnot. Um, spring term is when I really ramped it up, but like during the winter, I'm just kind of putting those feelers out and, you know, recognizing that I have so much on my plate already. And I just need to make sure that I like do everything I can to graduate because that career is kind of dependent on <laughs> me graduating. That's like the first thing. That's a priority there. Yes, I totally agree. Like right now I see, cause technically with me, I'm technically, I could technically call it next week and drop all my classes cause I'm technically done, right? So right. like part of me, part of me, I'm just like, okay, okay, I got this. Like, let me just start looking for recruiters or like for jobs I wanna like apply to. But then part of me, I'm just like, oh, I'm not ready for all that. Like I just, I'd rather just keep being in school type of situation. And then uh, since I eventually do wanna go to higher education, like I'm just like, do I wanna look for those like advertising jobs or marketing jobs? Or do I wanna continue on with this like higher education journey? so mm. right now for me right now the main my biggest like concern or like issue or something is like what path do I really want to pursue right now because right now I'm in 50 50 like I'm like oh let me go and apply for all these like ad agencies or like this marketing position that just opened up but then I'm just like but I want to stay at PSU and pursue higher education like I'm just like what do I really want to do right now so that has been my dilemma for the past five weeks of this term I'm like because then I start seeing everybody like all, like a whole bunch of people on LinkedIn updating like hey I I got an internship or I got a job for the summer I got this I got that and I'm just like oh my god and I'm still debating what I want to do like oh I hear that Oh, it's like with accounting too, though, like their job cycles are totally different. So they're already like figuring out um, everything that they're going to be doing over the summer, which is like not the same for advertising or marketing at all. But, um, ooh, that's interesting because I've never, like I kind of knew when I was graduating that I was going to be leaving the higher education um, circle, but I'm curious like what about higher education has been has been you know helping you think of considering it as a career so I've worked with like kids well this okay it's not considered higher education working with kids but I've worked with them since I was in middle school so in middle school I started um volunteering then high school I would mentor middle schoolers and then um high school too I would do like high schoolers too like I've been like a mentor all throughout my years college again I started volunteering like back at my church with like the youth and all that and then I started working right away first term of freshman year in the undergraduate school of business so then I started connecting with um, students little by little then I got training for peer advisor and then I started with the admissions department for orientation and then I was a student ambassador so I've just been surrounded with this higher education um these last what three four years and I'm just like okay mm -hmm. I can totally see myself continuing on with higher education not as a professor or anything but like maybe like an admissions counselor or an mm, academic okay. advisor and some and stuff like that but then the also part of me is just like but I want to continue with like marketing or advertising so I'm split between the two and I've talked to a couple of the advisors at the school of business and they're like why don't you just combine them both I'm like I can't right. do that 
but at the same time like with more like let's say I'm like marketing within the school or well, like within a uh, college or something I'm like you don't really get that one-on-one connection with students and I'm like mm-hmm. and I still want that one-on-one connection so yeah right now I'm all over the place and I'm just like I have 15 weeks according to Miranda to make <laughs> make a choice <laughs> yeah I hear you I totally hear you and I get in those positions too because when I first pursued college I thought I was going to be a doctor like I was gonna, full on going to do the medical school journey and graduate like a, with a biology degree. <laughs> but um, I think like part of me realized that that wasn't my actual dream. And, you know, there was a lot of kind of informational interviews and internships and kind of like job shadowing that I did to kind of get me to that point. But um, it sounds like you're coming from a perspective where you're actually looking at your own personal desires. And I think that's awesome versus just looking at, okay, what's gonna, you know, what's gonna pay me enough to make me feel like I'm doing or a, a successful human being per United States status quo. <laughs> um, so I think that's like already like a really positive perspective that you're like approaching this and it sounds like you've been investigating and researching as well so that's like all more power to you because that'll help you when it comes to your decision but we have a fair amount of working years in our life is my perspective and you get to explore both if you want like maybe not at the same time because truly like marketing and advertising can be applicable anywhere so I don't think you'd ever stop using those muscles but um you know if you're leaning towards higher um education then like why not explore it you've got potentially 40 plus years it you know developing your career and being in the workforce so you know if you want to explore and an opportunity comes up to explore it why not check it out you know see Uh, I I your mindset on this like Mm -hmm. so many I feel like so like our our when we look at things like this we're like man we're in our 20s we're gonna graduate we have to have everything figured out and that's kind of how like you know society makes it this makes it seem like we have to have everything thing figured out and it's like we only have like you know this many years in our 20s and by the time we're 30 like we must have it all figured out like we Mm. have to have like you know society expects us to have like you know the dream job the 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 nice car the everything and I love the way that you're putting it that like you have all this time to like you know make it to where you want to be at you do not there's like no timeline on it truly like you get to set that timeline for yourself and honestly I have not heard many people tell me that ever Mm. I'm just like girl thank you for like telling me that, like telling Stephanie and I that, you know, it's okay not to have everything figured out now. And it's okay to explore one path and then figure out you don't like that path and then explore a different one. Like, it's not like just because you chose one thing that you have to stay with it forever. I'm a lot like you in the sense that like, you know, I went into college, I wanted to graduate with a creme, uh, chemistry and criminology degree. I wanted to go get my my doctorate. I wanted to be a doctor one day. 
I had already expected on being Dr. Miranda Carlisle one day. It was going to be super mm-hmm. cool. I like the way it rolls off the tongue. Kind of sad, not going down that route anymore. I but hear you. I totally get that. <laughs> one, one <laughs> quantitative analysis class. The professor told me I couldn't do anything that I wanted in my life, basically, in those Ooh. milestones. And I was like, peace out. I'm out of there and found business. And, you know, marketing and advertising was like, it was a calling for me. And like, that's where I feel like I'm supposed to be. But, you know, later down the line, maybe, you know, a couple of years or maybe even just like after I graduate and I feel like that's not something I want to do. Like, I don't want to feel stuck. And right. I know I like, I want to hear like what you said, that it's okay to explore other routes. If that's mm-hmm. not going you originally thought, cause like no one expects a 21 year old to have it figured out. And if they, right. I'm sorry, that's not realistic. <laughs> no. And even if you think you figured it out, it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be pivots in your life. Right. Like we can't control what our future looks like, but we can control like our own desires and what we want. And, you know, if, if what we wanted five years from now um, has changed, then you have the total flexibility for that. And I think like, that's the frustrating part about everyone else who doesn't believe that your timeline is flexible for your career. Cause like, it's, there's no one that's going to be totally sold on their career from the moment they graduate because what if that career all of a sudden becomes automated like not to go on a tangential route but like our careers and lives are becoming more digital so who knows what jobs are going to look like 10 15 years from now so we got to be open we got to be flexible to it obviously there's um certain skills and, um, you know, tools that we learn along the way that we can implement across fields. So I like, it just kind of comes back at the end of the day to me of like developing yourself. So, you know, whatever happens in the future, you're able to navigate and find another, you know, route or purpose for yourself to make, um, you know, the most out of your career. See, this is what I mean when I say I love Tara's way of thinking. Like, it's just like, okay, yes. Because sometimes like you, like sometimes I think that like, oh, I don't have to do it a certain way. But because mm-hmm. nobody else is telling me that like, oh, you don't ha- like, it's okay to not do like what the social norm is. I'm just like, oh, maybe I can't really do that. Route. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, get rid of anything that tells you you can't do <laughs> what you want, you know? Um, obviously like life's a little complicated and we can't factor for everything, but I think it's, we're in a unique position where the internet kind of provides more flexibility and what you want to do with your life, especially for marketing and advertising. So I think that's even influenced my idea of what working looks like. Do I need to be in the office? You know, do I get to travel the world and also do you know, what is fulfilling and meaningful to me because of the internet? Like, yeah, I'm going to figure out how to do that, <laughs> at least personally. So I appreciate my, your thoughts and um, about my mindset. It's, it's been years in the making, <laughs> lots of obstacles to help me develop this mindset. 
Yes. And we are so appreciative that you have shared all this information with us. I think Stephanie and I, every single time we have a podcast episode, we always are like selfishly thinking about how this person can benefit us (laughs) and Mm -hmm. they can like, you know, help us and our audience, like, you know, get to where they want to be in life. So I guess as we are wrapping up this episode, because we don't have a a whole lot of time left with you. um, I'm just like, how about we just wrap this up by you telling us where where is Tara going from here? Where, where is Tara going from here? And we just want to know like what your uh, goals for yourself are and where we could potentially see you like, you know, 15 weeks from here, I guess. Aha, 15 weeks from here. Well, if you want any informational interviews, holler at your girl, I'll help you out. Um, but before that, or I guess after that, I think uh, future Tara, I am so kind of like abstract when I think about future Tara (laughs) because I have like these general goals but I don't have the the exact steps to get to them I just know that I'm looking for this for example one of the goals is to be debt-free by 30 I really want that for myself I want it for future self (laughs) and um so like in my head I know that there's this goal I've kind of like broken down and calculated what that can look like. Um, trying to include interest there, thankfully, um, do well, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, but the pandemic has helped um, stop the charge of interest for student loans. And so there's kind of like this moment where I'm like, all right, I need to capitalize on not having like an additional hundred plus dollars that is being added to these loans. Um, but like setting up an appointment with a financial advisor is going to be one of the ways I get to that debt-free goal. And then um, I've developed like my own budget of how I can be able to (laughs) make sure I pay off those loans at like double um, what is necessary to cut the time in half, if not more. So I, I think like that's the way that I choose to operate Um, and it's also just like recognizing the resources you have around you and how that can help you achieve those goals. Um, let's see, what's the other goal that I have? I'm, I've been thinking of my career path and like what the promotions look like. So I'd like within the next five years to have one to two promotions, depending on how, um, aggressive I am in my career for the next five years um and then like holistically I just have this very broad goal of being healthy I know like the idea of what healthy is kind of changes for me on a regular basis because you know maybe it's like emphasizing mental health more maybe it's emphasizing my physical well-being so it's kind of like I look at this holistically um, when I sell healthy because I don't want to like quantify it I don't I think there's some aspects or some goals that don't need to be quantifiable Um, but yeah that's future (laughs) terror absolutely love that for you and I feel I can 100% see you like getting a new position like being promoted soon like I, I can see it I can see that happening so I Thank know you. and I'm manifesting for you that you do get those two um promotions 
and the for your loans mm-hmm. you're gonna do that too I I <laughs> can see you. you doing that like and then like since you're working on it now and you're seeing the way how it is now because I see like your goals are like starting now for mm-hmm. like towards the future and like a lot of times I see my goals I'm like oh my goal is this but I don't start now within those goals if that makes sense oh, and you're starting now so I'm just like okay I'm like she's gonna do it like yes <laughs> thank you yeah I'm always I mean I try to focus on being present but big goals like paying off student loan debt that takes time I gotta start ASA. <laughs> yes I agree but um, thank you so much for being here. I know I definitely took a lot out of you coming and speaking to us. I appreciate your kind words and then just the your train of thought. Like I just appreciate that a lot. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate being featured on the school's podcast. I'm excited to see how you develop and grow and It's always good to like check back in with you and Marinda. And I'm glad, you know, it sounds like you both are going to do amazing things. And I'm excited for your career journeys, wherever that leads you. And just just know you have someone to talk to about it. And I'm always willing to take some time to connect. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Tara. We really, really appreciate you. Um, For those of you listening, if you would like to connect with Tara, um, you can definitely do so as she has mentioned many times that to hit her up if you need an informational interview, <laughs> good stuff. Um, but yeah, all of her information is going to be linked in to our podcast description. So make sure you check it out. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day.